Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Our premium stroller and crib rentals are delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando area resort. It couldn't be easier. Book yours at KingdomStrollers.com. And Mouse Pros. Let our travel specialists plan your next vacation. Our concierge-level service gives you the perfect hassle-free vacation. Get your free quote from Sean or any of our magical agents at MousePros.com. And Mickey Monthly, the Disney fans' monthly subscription box that brings the magic right to your door. Visit them at MickeyMonthly.com. And now, it's Cho Time! In the tiki 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 hut In the tiki 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 hut All the birds talk Disney and the listeners swoon In the tiki 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 hut Welcome to our enchanted hideaway You lucky people, you If you weren't listening starting right away We'd be out of an audience too In the tiki 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 hut 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 this is episode 256 for the week of September 16th, 2018, or 2018. <laughs> Whichever. Whatever. So this week, I've got Keith. Hey, now. I've got Steve. Hello. And I've got Brian. Brian, welcome back. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Anything new in the Apple business? Um... We're right in the middle of harvest. Well, beginning to harvest now, but, but other than that, it's... Nice long days, you know everything you you dream of and more. So, <laughs> oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Anybody want to come join me? You're more than welcome to. I would. If you were like I've told you before many times, if you were closer, I certainly would. I drive. I drive the. Um, you got a deuce and a half, right? I got all sorts of stuff. Yeah, I got I'd... deuce and a half, deuce and quarter, three quarters. You know. I <sighs> see. I'd be up there like I'd get a bazooka and like start blowing up apple trees. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, that's good. That's good for business. Yep. <laughs> Sean, I think Sean would drop the deuce. And, uh... oh. <laughs> all right. So, uh, with with all that, Steve, what's happening on the Disney front? Well, we got a bunch of things happening this week. Uh, remember Reese's peanut butter cups? You know, you put uh, you yes. put your food and wine in my uh, Monday night football. I put your Monday night football in my food and wine. Uh, Disney's doing it. Own little mash. Uh, they created a food and wine tailgate tasting, uh, hosted by ESPN's Monday Night Football. It'll take place uh, Monday nights throughout the festival. It's a 45-minute program pairing tailgating-inspired food and beverages inspired by the cities playing each game, uh, the game that week. Awesome. And the menu will include three sample-sized food items and three different beverages. It's free, but you need to get there early to claim a spot. I'd get there at 9 a.m. the Festival Center to get that uh, to get that uh, spot as best as you can because I think it's going to go fast. Well, that's pretty cool. I'm glad they're doing that. It should be interesting. I hope to try it out this Monday if I'm feeling a bit better <clears throat> and uh, see what's going on. It's I not- thought that we were going to actually talk about Reese cups. I'm disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite candy. Not bad. But- Okay. Let's see. Uh, the next Disney movie sneak peek at the parks will take place starting October 5th when the Nutcracker and Four Realms will be shown in Hollywood Studios at the Walt Disney Presents. It's a 12-minute preview. I would hope after that they would do Wreck-It Ralph, but uh, the Ralph breaks the internet, but you don't know. Well, maybe it's... Ralph broke the internet. That's why they're not showing it. Well, maybe, but speaking of Ralph breaking the internet, 
The Void. This is the place in downtown Disney in California and Disney Springs in Disney World that has the hyper-reality. Uh, they used to have the Star Wars thing now going on. Right. Uh, they're expanding. Uh, oh. They will be bringing a original Ralph Breaks VR based on the Ooh. November 21 release of Ralph Breaks the Internet. The adventure will put you inside a new multi-sensory Disney adventure. You'll be immersed in the world of the internet and online gaming. Oh, fun. Uh, and you'll be surrounded with Wreck-It Ralph and Vanellope. And not only that, but in 2019, they will have a Marvel adventure. But they're not Ooh. saying what characters, what it's going to be. All they said was that they will have a Marvel adventure. Oh, that's cool. I call Thanos. I just want to all- snap and everybody disappear. <laughs> Gonna be all Guardians of the Galaxy because that's all they can use. Well, no, they can use. They're outside the park, so they can use it. Oh, oh! I did not realize that. Yes, if they are outside of the theme parks, they're allowed to use it. Plus, it's a third-party vendor. Oh, yeah. Now, is that replacing Star Wars, or is it just going to be added to? I think. Well, what they've done in other places where the void is located is. They will mix it up like a movie theater. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, okay. So you could theoretically either have different showings on the same day, which I doubt, or what they can do is do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday is this, Tuesday, Thursday, and change it like that. Right. But it, uh, it at least gives people the opportunity, which of course I'm sure The Void wants, of return customers. Exactly. Well, yeah. I was just was hoping that like it wasn't replacing Star Wars um, because I I couldn't actually fit that into the solo trip and I kind of wanted to so I was hoping like in April it'd still be there uh, at I, least I, to try it. But I've got a feeling. So. I have a feeling. I doubt they'll get rid of it, especially since uh, they're going to be bringing out uh, the new Star Wars theme land right. uh, next year. Uh, the last thing I have is the building boom at Disney World continues. A new 14-story hotel tower will be built on the Swan and Dolphin Resort Complex. Uh, It's a 349-room hotel, which will feature 21,000 square feet of meeting space, a restaurant, a full-service health club, and an outdoor pool. It will be replacing the Swan's tennis courts, because nobody plays tennis anymore, apparently. So (laughs) they're doing it there. The biggest question out there, and the most important question is, what will the tower be named? You have the swan, you have the dolphin. What will it be? Turtle? Or platypus? Platypus. Yeah, maybe. Maybe well, the alligator. Maybe the alligator. I don't know. I think uh, hashtag name the tower is uh, something that we can have fun with. That's a good idea. Think, name the tower. I think I think the Disney once is far away from gators as they possibly <laughs> yeah, can get. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, that's the big news for the week. All right, cool. That was a lot. Yeah. Cool. All right. Really big, tall buildings, and, and you can leave single, single bounds. Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break. There's a fruit store on our street. It's run by a guy named Pete. Tammy keeps good things to eat, but you should hear him speak. When you ask him anything, he never answers no. Yeses you to death, and as he takes your dough, he tells you yes. We have no bananas. We have no bananas today. There's string beans and onions, cabbages and scallions, and all kinds of fruit and slave. 
We have an old-fashioned tomato, Long Island potato. But yes, we have no bananas. We have no bananas today. <laughs> yes, we have no bananas. We have no bananas today. We'll sell you some Swiss cheese when you open this cheese. It gets up and walks away. We have some new Hampshire squashes. They taste just like galoshes. But yes, we have no bananas. We have no bananas today. Business got so good with him, he wrote home to say, Send me Bob and Nick and Jim, I need help right away. When he got them in the store, there was fun, you bet. Someone asked for spare gas, and, and then, then the whole quartet all answered, Yes, we have no bananas. Yes, we have no bananas today. Yes, we have no bananas. Yes, we have no bananas today. All right, so we're back from break. Now, in the almost 50 years of Walt Disney World's existence, so many major things has happened in that time frame, from the opening to Epcot to the opening of new lands and attractions. But we'd like to take focus on the last five years of Walt Disney World. So with this week, we bring you the top five things to happen in Walt Disney World in the last five years, to us, at least to us. So we'll do uh, five, four, three, two, one. You know, five being... You know, the bottom and one being the top, basically. So, Brian, what is your number five? Um, I'm going to start out. I haven't gotten to go to it, nor do I plan to, but I've actually sent my parents down there, and they, they absolutely loved it. And the art festival at Epcot. So I think just bringing another thing to that park was a great thing. They, they really like to take advantage of the festival. And, you know, that's kind of what Epcot's turned into now. So you got between... Uh, world showcase and everything it, it really really gives a new element to that park and gives it a nice focus I, I, uh, I've gotten really attend many of these festivals but you know they look great I agree I mean I did actually like I put that one on my list but it's kind of different festival of course it has the food booths and blah 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 but like it really tries to focus a lot as far as the artists and the artwork and there's a lot of activities and stuff to do with that one so i did actually put that on my list but that's a nice one it's not like just like food centric um it does actually feature what the festival's about <laughs> right i put it on my list my, it was number three on mine i i thought i agree i, I think it's it's a great way to walk around and actually meet the artists and talk mm -hmm. to them because you don't normally people get that opportunity um and it's something different and it, it's something to window shop because a lot some of it's expensive some of it isn't but it's a great window shopping and something else instead of going into the stores around the world showcase uh, where you may not want to smell the perfume. Oh, so bad. <laughs> yeah. So but I thought that that's a good that's a good one. I, there's number three on my list. It's not on my list, but um, I actually like that as a festival. My favorite festival uh, is Flower and Garden, and then it's the the art festival. I like the art festival just because. 
it's a little bit different. It's not so much in your face as, as some of the other festivals, but uh, uh, it's a good choice. I can understand why it's on people's list. Steve, you take number your first one. Well, you know, you your number your third one's on there. Yeah. Uh, so uh, no, you go ahead. Go ahead. You can you sure you can talk number five. Go okay. ahead. Uh, the uh, Tree of Life Awakening, the projections. Oh, I uh, missed that one. I thought that's a that, good one. That is good. I thought that I mean they've been doing projections, what since two thousand one? Uh, they started the Magic Kingdom. Uh, but I thought that the the ability of of, of telling the stories and cycling through gave it a great evening performance and something that you could spend a half hour looking at or spend five minutes looking at and it's very touching and it's very good storytelling uh each of the each of the little little spices of life that they provide yeah that's amazing the first time i saw it i think i stood there for like like two cycles through and i just like you couldn't look away from it it's so like captivating it's really really well done it's a sign of what that projection like mapping can do, and it's it, it's so well done. Yeah, I like that it's not so in your face. I'm the second time I said that, but um, it's, it's <laughs> in literally, your face. Yeah, you know, it's not it's not over the top. It's just it's there, and it's it's sort of in in some ways it's unexpected too, because you could be just walk by and be like, wait, wait, did that thing just move? If you weren't really prepared yeah. for it, you know. So it's just it's it's almost like a magical moment per se. If you're not expecting it or not looking for it, you know, it just it just happened upon it sometimes. I've never actually got to see the awakening. I completely forget about it every single time I'm there. But you know, it's still fun to sit and watch. But to actually see that moment, that's probably why I didn't put it on my list either. Because I just always forget about it. But always in Pandora, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good excuse. So yeah, right. All right, so I'll go with my number five. My number five is from April 2015. And as a DVC member, this was big, but I also think this kind of changed the game for DVC. And that was when the, the Polynesian became DVC itself. Mm. So, it's, you know, it's a little over three years now that the Polynesian has been DVC. And that was pro- that was the most wanted DVC resort out of any of them. And then having them throw the bungalows in there was sort of a game changer in a lot of ways. Because... You know, it it sleeps eight people. That you have the uh, the step in uh, uh, cool off pool, I forget what it's called, uh, with the views of the Magic Kingdom. I mean, granted, is it very very expensive? But it's a lot. You know, I knew I know they do a lot of one and two night stays there, so a lot of people will pool points and go with a group of people and celebrate birthdays or whatnot. But I think once the the, the Polynesian got DVC, it became a little bit easier for people to stay at the Polynesian, and it just opened it up to more and more guests. And I, I think it, it, in some ways it, it enhanced the resort, and, and also some ways it kind of um, waters it down, too. But uh, having that in there, I think it's number five. <laughs> oh, Muffy! <laughs> Did you hear we can stay at the Polynesian now? Exactly. Oh, huzzah! <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Keith, I'll, I'll counter him with my number four. I'll take care of us, you know, value guys. So Thanks, buddy. <laughs> no problem. I got you. I, I think the, uh, the, the Polynesian becoming DVC was great, 
but it's uh, it's also changing the rest of the Polynesian. It is because yes. it started the revamp of the entire uh, resort, which need di- was in dire need Desperately, of upgrades. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because you have the lobby that completely changed, mm-hmm. the the p- two new pools, the, the new DVC pool, the quiet pool that they put in is really nice. It's got a bar, it's got food choices over there, <laughs> you know. So it's they did a they did a good job with it, and it's just it's an enhancing the rest of the resort. Please tell me that they staffed that pool with those guys like at, for golf tournaments with the quiet signs. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. They did. They just stand there and hold it up all day long. Okay. All right. So, um, I guess with my number five, it's not exciting, but but um, <laughs> the bendy buses. Wee. Yeah. No, but I'll tell you what. There is no better sight than when you're standing at like a bus stop at like 12:30 in the morning, and like like you're like like halfway back, and you see that bendy bus pull up. You know that you're going to be on it, but you're not going to have to stand and wait for like another bus. I do think that the transportation as a whole has gotten a whole lot better. I know that everybody has had bad experiences here and there, but uh, when when they actually put those bendy buses in service, that really helped out a lot with, with the wait times at the bus stops. See, I wouldn't know anything about the bendy buses because my people would take the monorail, the Polynesian. Cool. <laughs> Ooh. My people now. Oh. I see how you are. Yeah. <laughs> Look at those peons waiting for the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Jeeves, can you step on it, please? It's <laughs> Look at them. They're so value. Oh, it's, man. Yeah, but you but also see the the wait for so the, the monorail is like ten times longer than the wait yeah. for the bendy bus. If it's even running. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's not a major one, but this is for me and Keith. Uh, uh, last time I came, I stayed at the Pop, and we stayed in a refurb room. Yes. And I am very happy to see the Value Resort starting to get some love. Did you take it, the bendy it, bus it, there? It was a, I, I actually I get really excited when the the old '90s buses that are all purple seats oh, inside. Yeah. I know I love those things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you sit right behind the driver. Right. It's fantastic. Uh huh. It's true. So, so the, I'd rather give up the bendy bus. I'd rather sit on those old. <laughs> but no, no. And again, us peons, we had to you know take a magical <clears throat> to our value resort and you know go into my refurbed room. Yeah. They, they did do a good job with it, though. It's they, a... they were, in fact, I caught on to it and called up and made sure because they're in the process of doing pop when I went, and I got one of the two buildings they'd refurb at that point, so I was lucky to get one. And what a difference! This this extra space, the, the mm-hmm. what is it, a Murphy bed out of the wall could turn yeah. it into a table. Just you know, I got three little, little kids, and we were starting to kind of size ourselves out of the value resorts, and nope. I'm back. It works. Pocket <laughs> that money, Disney. <laughs> I did get like a referred room this last trip, and man, it's really nice. The TVs are humongous. The bathrooms 
are so much nicer. It does. It really, it feels like a moderate resort room. I mean, it's not spacious, but um, they really did a nice job. Of course, it pushed the price points a little bit, but it's still, uh, it's worth it. Those rooms are really nice. And I love that they got rid of the carpets. Those were disgusting. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, you know, yeah. I, I had Disney slippers I'd pack with me, and you know, now I can actually go and I get a room and I sweep it myself, sadly. But, yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> the flooring is almost like a like a rubberized like a laminate it's not like like a hard surface yeah, um, it's basically pergo yeah i was concerned about echoes and stuff like walking around but it didn't really it was it was a nice day yeah the beauty of those rooms is that they can change the flooring out and not lose the room for the day right you know, if they have a, if they have a major problem they can replace the flooring in one day and psh, you know they're they're back up and running later on that after that evening at late afternoon. So, Steve, number four. This is well. Um, this was ma- this made me very happy. Now, as DVC member when I was in Jersey, when I was in Jersey, my resort was Saratoga Springs, and when they started doing and they transformed downtown Disney into Disney Springs and reinventing it, I was so excited. And I think that's probably as the complex is one of the best things they've done. Uh, for people who visit, and even for the locals now that I'm here, uh, around. And I was a, one of the biggest skeptics of this whole, entire project, be thinking that, oh my gosh, all they're going to do is put in these stores that no one's going to want to go to, and they're taking all the Disney out, and they increase the food services, they increase the, the, the shopping, the variety of shopping uh, for me, for people of other countries. I think it was probably one of the best their be- their best moves and their best reinventions around. Yeah, so I for Disney Springs I actually put that at number 3 on my list was the you know basically you know they opened mm-hmm. up in the crib, the the opening was in 2016 so it's been Team, open right. tw- 2 years now the official opening. Uh, but things have opened up a lot of things have opened up since then but yeah, I think they they needed to reinvent themselves, and they did an incredible job. And, and, there, and there's some people out there that consider it a, a fifth gate. I don't. I, I wouldn't go as far as is that, but it just adds the option of, of so much more to do restaurant wise and nightlife wise than there has ever been before. So, you know, there's there's things to do there for pretty much every age group. I don't want to say kids, but once you're 18 and older. You know, even with kids, I mean, you can go bowling, you got the movies, you can go to a couple stores here and there, you get all different types of restaurants to choose from, family friendly, you know, adult friendly, so there's, the options are are out there, it's just you have to decide what you exactly want to do when you're down there. Yeah, and they've made the entertainment so accessible. They have, right. Which is fantastic, so so you're talking about different types of music, you're talking about different types of uh, uh, you know, statue. Whether it's a st- mime being a statue, whether it's uh, a duo, whether it's on the stage, they've really increased uh, their their reach, which is nice. I don't like taking the bus there because I just feel like it takes so long to get to and from the <laughs> bus stop. <laughs> Here we go. Um, I, no, I'm just saying. It's just you take I, your I miss, private helicopter. Or sometimes <laughs> I just miss the old way of. of of how it was where you know you can go to the marketplace or you can go to the, the west side I just think it was nice having both those options yeah now everything's taken up by uh, parking garages exactly 
which they Beautiful. they're finishing the third one because so many there's so many people who, who want to come. Right. Wow. Really? Yep. Yep. I haven't been in a long time. Just with the kids, we normally choose something else, and actually, I have been on my way to Typhoon Lagoon. So I guess that counts because you know us peons have to transfer buses. So <laughs> you know. I don't know. You guys got that minivan. You probably have mini limos, so that's cool. Whatever. <laughs> I can't afford a minivan or a mini limo. Yeah, and I, especially now. And again, and again, Keith, you can see they forgot about us. Low end of the enchanted tiki totem pole here. That uh, yeah. My biggest thing is the food trucks. Good value food. Come on now. <laughs> but yep, yep, they just pass right on over there, don't they? <laughs> yeah, it's okay. There's a VIP area that's inside a tiki hut, and I. St- Still haven't got to cross that velvet <laughs> rope yet. Uh, one day, maybe. Um, you, Keith, uh, you, you forgot. You get, you did get to go to the DVC lounge last year. I did. Yeah, you crossed. I, I felt like like Daddy was taking me back <laughs> because it was like it was like oh he's with me and I'm like yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah All right. So number four on my list, I'm going to go back to May second, 2014, and that is the opening of the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. That uh, sort of was a game changer in the Magic Kingdom because, you know, that is pretty much the that and Space Mountain are the two most popular rides there. You know, it's you have um, Goofy's Barnstormer as a coaster that is pretty much you know the kids' first coaster. You know, first time they're riding a coaster, then you get to the Mine Train, where it's like the first like family roller coaster that everybody can enjoy, everybody can go on. That's much longer than Goofy's Barnstormer. Uh, it's more enjoyable, you know. It's it's a cross between a roller coaster and a dark ride, which is really nice. They're really well themed, and there's always a long wait. And I, I just think that has enhanced Fantasyland in so many ways. It was a long time coming. It's nice having that extra coaster in that park. It did. I mean, it still like amazes me that it still it has such a long wait time for such a short ride. It's only what, like forty seconds a minute, maybe? No, it's, it's a minute. It's like <laughs> and two a half. minutes. Is it really two yeah, minutes? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Everybody it thinks it's short, like but yeah, it's really well done. The animatronics are nice. It's really cool at night if you can get a fast pass at night, especially during the fireworks, which I found out this last trip. If you time it right, uh, it's really cool to see the fireworks. But it did it kind of put the icing like on top of new fantasy land i think yeah. when it opened well what it was the last piece of the new fantasy land puzzle right uh everything else everything else opened it came the the great thing is that it has something everybody recognizes and it's so much fun when you get in that for, to the tunnel with the dwarfs to swing back and forth uh you know swing back and forth in time with the song yep. and get everybody in your car to do that it's just it's <laughs> You know, if, if I've been in the car with people who you don't know, and you start swinging, they'll look at you, and then they'll start, they'll give you that look like, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. And then, they'll, uh-huh. then they'll start, but then they'll start going back and forth, and you'll see how high can we make this swing. Right, yeah. yeah that was number three on my list. Stole it, but uh, I, I think it was, it's it changed, you know, it's Disney set the new bar with that ride, you know, it, right. the theming, the... And what do they call it? Plussing the cues. I forget what they call that. Mm-hmm. But right. you know, that kind of started that. Not that I've seen the queue. I only passed pass it. Finally, I'm one of the hoity-toity. Got you there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this, was, this was... I mean, it just made the list. I don't think New Fantasyland 
technically would not make it if you did by five years exact maybe but you know this this and, and it's amazing how, how they're able to shove it right dead center I mean, you can walk around the entire ride that's actually one of my favorite aspects of it so right what's yours keith as it turns out uh, as i read back over uh this list everything's about like efficiency my number four uh is mobile food ordering um <laughs> uh, this is completely changed I think the way that people plan their day. I mean, if you don't have to really um, plan out your meals as much anymore, it's usually quicker. They actually did some like, not-so-secret items that you c- can only get with the mobile order service. It's really enhanced your whole quick-service meal, so, especially where you've had to stand and wait in line like 20 minutes like, sometimes, and then order and then you still have to wait and then you always get it stuck behind a person who like stands there like for 20 minutes and doesn't like, raise their head at the menu and then once they get at the podium they're like oh, I don't know what I want right. um, it's kind of like it, it just it smooths that whole process and it's it works amazingly well too I've used it. I think it's great. The uh, it, it, it makes you, especially if you go by yourself uh, a lot, it saves a lot of time. And you know, if you're if you're or, or if you're really hungry while you're walking towards there, you can you can put the order in and let it go. It's it's nice. It's also if you've got a group of people and you need to look for a you need to look for a table, it helps that in that regard. Yeah, as well. that's true. Yeah, good point. All right, so. Brian, you had your number three. I had my mm. number three. Steve, you had your number three. Keith, I what's had your my number, number three? three. My three uh, was the Festival of the Arts. So. Oh, okay. Oh, look okay. at that. Everybody's number three I had was that covered. Too. That's funny. All right. Now we go to number two. Brian. Uh, my number two, again, we're getting to probably some repetitive stuff, but uh, which leads to a surprise for me, number one. Um, Pandora. I absolutely loved it. It's it probably one. One of my favorite spots in the park. I had a friend who actually was part of the construction of it as a manager down there, and he got to take me on kind of a cool tour, just added to it, and oh, nice. I could I could spend my entire evening every evening there. So, I, I mean, next to Scott Campbell, I mean, <laughs> I'm, right, I'm, I'm right there, I'm number two way there with him. The funny thing is, number that's number two on my list as well, and. I didn't want to spend too much time t- time talking about it just because it's you know it's fairly new. It's everybody really knows what it is, and it is a huge huge uh, part of the parks now. So it's very popular with um, Flight of Passage. So I it was easily number two for me. Yeah, it was. It was actually I, I didn't do the entire land. I did Flights of Passage as number two. Okay. Uh, just That's because, fun. just because of the. Uh, uh, the way it was created, the the immersion of the, it, it, the ability that they're able to take you inside and 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 give you all this feeling of flight. Um, but I do love I do love Pandora, but Flights of Passage was actually number two. Okay, I did actually put Pandora at number one. I think that it it set the tone. I think for Alexi's Edge as far as the immersive nature of it. I know that Alexi's Edge will be like Pandora on steroids, but I think it kind of set the scene for that. The attractions are both 
are fantastic. The River Journey, I think it does, it kind of gets a bad rap. The Shaman alone like makes that ride. Of course, Flight of Passage. I think the food service there too, to actually have quick service that has that high quality, it's amazing. So I had Pandora at one, so I was, it's kind of a letdown now. But. <laughs> <laughs> Flights of Passage is just that's what, what makes that whole besides the nightlife there I mean that's great besides when you lose your kids that's kind of scary in the, <laughs> and then, he, then I try to do a trick where I put glow sticks on them so I can find them in a crowd well that does not really work on Pandora either but uh, Flight of Passage though my favorite thing is to look at the wall of people behind you kind of like, like they're all batteries in the movie The Matrix or something it's just I almost right, stare yeah. as much at the wall of people on pretend motorcycles as I do the movie in front of you so <laughs> yeah I, I think it's a great attraction yeah you know I just it's just one of those I can't ride it more than no more than once a day and I'm okay with that just the motion gets me a little bit I am surprised the amount of people that when I was down there and they're seeing it for the first time they go well those those mountains aren't really floating well, no thought <laughs> yeah I know <laughs> I mean really I, I, I can see they're connected. I thought they were floating out. All right, you you need to leave the park. Right, exactly. <laughs> Those are the people that hit you trip when they walk by. Yeah. Mm. But they really did enjoy those those glowing things. They probably enjoyed it more than I did. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, so what do you got at number one? Uh, my number one, and I'm gonna preface it as as a long time enchanted tiki talk listener. I've learned two things. Actually, I've learned one thing, and I used it twice. Especially on these lists, I learned it from you, Sean. I'm going to oh, bend okay. the rule a little oh, bit. Oh, here we go. So, technically, this is a date of January 7th, 2013. Which oh! Isn't five, it's not five years by the date, but it's five years by the years. So, I'm going to bend the rules there. And number two, I'm going to include a whole bunch of stuff in my one thing. And that is... The My Magic Plus platform. And that's because that includes Magic Bands, Fast Pass Plus, My Disney Experience, all the stuff, the, the lunch ordering, everything that comes on that app is my number one because I absolutely love it. I get on the app when I'm not at the park. Uh, I get on, I'm actually feel bad because I'm on the app more often at the park than I should be. And, and it's, it's, they did a great job with it and it keeps getting better the games the updates they do the photo pass that's on there now um i can even unlock my door with my phone which i for some reason am more excited about than i should be uh, <laughs> it only take you seven minutes <laughs> right yeah <laughs> if, if it's the same people that made skype yes so <laughs> The funny thing is that's number one on my list as well for yeah the, mine too yeah yes for the same really? reasons it's uh, not yes. that I that I love it per se <clears throat> but it just makes it a whole lot easier you know you you you're you're this is the only vacation anywhere that you can hack pretty much access everything on your vacation on your phone you know you can book dining you can purchase tickets you can purchase presents you can purchase food. You can unlock your room, get into the park. With it. I mean, it's just, it's just amazing how that technology has a technology-driven vacation. Basically, is is on your phone. Like to play the devil's advocate here, 
do you think that it's taken away like the charm spontaneity like yes of a trip yes absolutely yeah and thinking back to those trips that were pre everything's on your phone wouldn't you love to to just take a one more on um, a trip like that instead of like it is now of course i, I would know. do that i would do that tomorrow but i also would love to go back to when uh my son connor was two years old and how simple it was and how easy it was to play with him back then how he you know the world was new to him and he loved to do absolutely everything and I, you just can't you can't go back in time it's just it's just not it's the nature of the beast. It's just not possible. Everything is everything is constantly changing. Technology has changed every aspect of our lives. So, have I? Do I absolutely love it when I don't have to walk around with my phone at all? Yeah, I love it. I love it. I do it. I love doing that. I love not having my phone around on me. You know, it makes it makes life simpler. It makes life more enjoyable. So, but unfortunately, with a Disney vacation, that's just not possible. Right. But also, also, I mean, you're talking about the Magic Band, and. The idea that, theoretically, it's not possible, but theoretically, you put something on your wrist, you open your door, you have your park tickets on it, you can buy stuff with it, uh, you can check in on things, it makes your life so much simpler. Right. It's it's not having, I don't have to go into my wallet, I don't have to go into here, I don't have to, uh, to find my keys, I don't have to worry about how much stuff I, ha- I have in my pocket. Right. Right. It's... it's it's so freeing and think it took them five years to develop this because they started it in 2008 and it took them five years and a couple of billion dollars uh to get this going and it's probably something that people are very suspect with especially when it comes to privacy right but it is very freeing to not have to worry about anything. And if you lose your magic band, they have ways around it to help you out. Again, I, I think it's just that the whole idea of putting everything in one place uh, gives you gives you a certain type of freedom while it may take away a different type of freedom. Yeah, I agree. I, well worth the trade-off for me. It's it's running around with, especially now, three, three little kids and wife and not that they're both don't have their own challenges. Um, I can keep their fast passes in my pocket, you know, with their magic bands, and you know, because I don't really trust them with the magic band yet, younger ones. But it, it, how interconnected it is, is quite amazing. How how far they've come. Just, I mean, and no offense, Keith, but I am, I will. I'm good at it, but I do not want to go back to throwing elbows for those paper fast passes. But I will do it if I have to. I will do it. But no, I don't have to carry the med kit with me anymore, so that's, that's a plus. So. All right, Keith, um, so we passed over your number two. What was your number two? Yeah, once again, efficiency-minded. Expansion of the hub at the Magic Kingdom. Oh, I didn't even um, think about that one. Oh, yeah, that's a great one. I think that this... Like it really it just made like strolling through a whole lot easier, especially like it still gets packed around at the firework times. You can still find a way. They put the astroturf like spaces in. It's a nice place to you know to sit and chill out and eat something and it really did enhance that part the park. I think the turrets were a really nice added touch too and stuff so yeah th- uh, that's my number two 
you know, and it allowed them to rope off and come up with a select spot to watch the fireworks. So, you know, talking about that velvet rope thing today. So, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a it's a great. Uh, I remember going through it and, and when it was done, thinking, "Wow, there just seems a lot more space around here." It does. It's I, you know, it really does. Yeah, it's 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 a great improvement. It's it looks beautiful. The the astroturf is amazing to walk around. It gives it opens it up a lot more. Uh, it it gives it more of a um, uh, what's it, what's it, what's the area in front of a castle called uh, the forecourt. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's just four court stage. Yeah, it just it just it just it just allows you to see more and experience more around you. It's not so claustrophobic like it was previously. You know, everybody was just especially when it came to fireworks, it was everybody's on top of each other. When it came to the parade, you still get I mean, there's no nighttime parade anymore, but you did have it when it was first there. But people backed away a little bit more and you can see things a little bit more from the distance. Also, during the day, in like October to March, those uh, those areas that are used at night for viewing, the the grassy areas, are great places just to to chill. Right. You know, you know, if you sit down there, you take your kids there, or you just need 10, 10 minutes of quiet time, they're not that filled during the day, and it's just a, a nice place, nice little respite when it's the temperatures in its sixties or seventies. And if it fits for Main Street USA, it kind of gives that, like every every small town has that little park. Right. And aside from putting a gazebo in the middle, which they'll never do, I understand why, but it would just be perfect dead center. A couple more trees would obviously be nice, but again, they're not going to give up their viewing things. But in terms of that small Main Street USA, it's just, it's a perfect end to the, to the entire street. Agreed. All right. Uh, I want to thank everybody for coming on again this week. Um, Brian, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you if they want to? Um, once again, I am Appleman365 on Twitter and the YouTube. Um, again, it's just me and what I do for a living and how other people strangely find it interesting. So um, <laughs> I I don't get it, but... I guess so. So that's that's my story, and I appreciate you guys having me on so quick again, too. I don't know whether I'm doing a good job or, or reaching the bottom of the barrel, or you know I have no life, and I'm on the call. So either way, I'll take it. So, yes. Um, yes. <laughs> so that's going to do it for this week. But first, we want to thank our sponsor, Kingdom Strollers. Get your premium stroller at crib rental at kingdomstrollers.com. Let the vacation experts at mousepros.com help plan your next perfect vacation. Don't forget to check our store at redbubble.com slash Tiki Talk Podcast. You can connect with us on social media. Find us on Facebook and the channel Tiki Talk, Instagram, and Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. You can all us uh, you can also leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, which nobody does, 2564MyTiki. That's 2564698454. If you enjoy the show, please take your time to rate us on iTunes. You can find me on Twitter at one minute Disney Dream. That's one M I N Disney Dream, MouseWorldVacations.com, and MousePurs.com. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at The Whip Daily. And you can find me uh, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube, Disney Diary. And don't forget to check out DisneyDiary.com for the latest news and updates of what's going on around Disney World. Once again, I want to thank Keith, Steve, and Brian for joining me this week. Alan, go You're ahead. You're welcome. You're welcome. Take it away. 
Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. I scarfed down some Taco Bell, so oh. this microphone really stinks now. Oh. Yeah, well. It is some good stuff, though, Taco Bell. After uh, like a 13-hour day, I just I wanted something quick. Yeah. So. <laughs> and the beauty of that, it comes out quick, too. Ooh. Right, yes. In almost the same form as it went in. Right. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Mm. Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Let us plan your perfect Disney vacation. And MickeyMonthly.com, where you can get the park sent directly to you. And by KingdomStrollers.com, for all your premium stroller and crib rental needs. For all of us here, I'm David Benter. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.